Welcome to the CTC Podcast, where Chase Minifield, Dom Joseph, and Bill French discuss life lessons they have learned as young entrepreneurs in the business world. Join them as they debate current events, business topics, and enjoy a few laughs with their weekly guests. And now for today's show. What up, what up? Here we are with another episode of the CTC Podcast, man. I'm your host, Chase Minifield. We got a special one for you boys today, man. When I say special, I mean special. Um... Before we get into our guest today, man, one of my good friends, I'm going to go ahead and let the two other Scrooges get on here. Don Joe, what up? Hey, what's up, world? How's everybody doing? Happy Easter, Passover, and all that, man. Christ is risen. I feel good. French, what up? I ain't even going to get into him talking like that, but French, what up? What's good, man? What's up, world? Everybody uh, wishing Chase a happy belated, man. His birthday was yesterday, so what's going on, fellas? Ooh. Yeah, man. Um, but here's the here's the big thing about this podcast. This podcast is probably gonna be one of the best, probably the most listened to podcast that we didn't had yet. We got one of the most legendary Iowa Hawkeyes in the history of the Iowa Hawkeyes on the podcast. Um, one of the one of the top recruits in the country coming out of high school, former Washington Redskin, now business entrepreneur, blowing up on Instagram. My man Jordan Bernstein, man, one of my good friends, man. So Jordan, what's up? Hey, Chase, how you doing? Happy belated, my brother. Appreciate that, man. I'm at 29. You in the 29 club, yeah? Ah, we still 28 for now, but we getting there. Hey, yes. Hey, man, don't rush it. Don't <laughs> rush it. Don't let nobody put no age on you. These two on this podcast, they've been in the 29-year-old club. They heading to 30 already. You know what I'm saying? They've been trying to put that year on me for a minute now. Well, they finally got their okay. chance. But um, I'm going to let you introduce yourself, Steve. I'm going to let you introduce yourself, um, let you give a little background on who you are, what you do, a little, little, uh, as much information as you want to get them right quick. But before you get that started, I just want to let everybody know, I don't brag on too many people. I don't brag on too many people. I don't have too much respect for too many people. You got to earn mine, you know what I'm saying, before I just hand it out. And young Steve right here, man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man, young Steve yeah. right here. I don't see too many people that's, that's 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 even close to me on the athletic level when you could just you know roll it out and roll it out and play. But Young Steen got that kind of that kind of ability, and um, he's also doing his thing in business. He got a good story too for uh, football wise, man. So Steen, man, get the people a little bit of bio, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, a little bit about myself. Jordan Bernstein went to the University of Iowa. Played around in the secondary a little bit. Was at corner for a while, then moved back to safety, which is which was my more natural home, I guess you can say. Uh, and from there, that's where I was drafted, played in the NFL with the Washington Redskins, which is where I met the man, Chase, all right? And uh, yeah, man, while I was with the Redskins, was playing well, loving it, flying around, having some fun. End up tearing my ACL, MCL, PCL, and patella tendon. Uh, yeah, basically just knee exploded. All right, just to kind of sum it up. But uh, what game was that, Stan? Yeah. What game was that? Uh, that was in our game at the Superdome at the Saints. That was the first game of the season. That was the first game of, the, of your season, right? Of your career, actually. Yes, yes, sir. First game of the regular season. Crazy injury, man. Did all that stuff to get to that point. And, uh, yeah, man, then had some crazy stuff happen. And it happened on special teams, 
Was it oh, even man. the first? Was it the first play? Was it your first play of your career in the NFL? <laughs> like in the regular season? Uh, nah, nah. We was playing. Was the first early. play? No, nah, okay. it was later in the game, man. But okay, yeah, just uh, but yes, quick nonetheless. Like you said, first game after all that, man. And even when that injury happened, I was grinding, man. I was rehabbing to get back on the field for <laughs> for what seems like an obsessive amount of time. Looking back now, man, I was I was rehabbing for like three years, three seasons. So let's put this into perspective field. for everybody, Steve. So Steve. Drafted out of Iowa, seventh round uh-huh. pick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Met on the squad, to- on the team, promising rookie. And you know he comes out and he. Have you had any injuries before that, Steve? Uh, yeah. I mean, I had some. I had some injuries at Iowa. Uh, I broke my ankle. Uh, my junior year of college, I had uh some shoulder surgery freshman year. So yeah, I mean, honestly, injuries was nothing new, which was which was why I could get locked in in the rehab process and was grinding to get that athletic ability back, get back moving and get back on the field, man. Word. So when, so when you first got hurt, so let, let, first game of your career, you're thinking this is going to be a great season. You know, <laughs> this is going to be a breeze. This is going to be a breeze. I'm heading in. I'm about to be starting. About to be starting probably eventually down the line. Like when I tell uh-huh. you like Steen was one of the best athletes I run across, Steen four three, forty plus inch Burt, all that. Yeah. Bench press four three twenty plus forty like, three inch. Yeah, we did a little yeah. stuff athletically, man. All that. <laughs> so like they have big plans yeah. for Steen, man. He come out and um, you know, basically tear his whole knee up, man. Like his entire knee up. They, they cart you off the field and everything, right, Steen? Oh yeah, man. Looking looking back, I guess they stopped the game for a long time, man. <laughs> like, I mean, it was all a blur to me at the time, but yeah, man, carted me off, and uh, I remember even just flying back with the team and just all this stuff, man. While the knee is just out, just in a brace, like it was just crazy, man. So when did it first really hit you, like the 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 the, the total like? um impact of this injury what it could what it was currently what it could possibly be right what, what, when did that start hit you man talk us through that uh let's see that probably hit me when the next day after I got the MRIs all the all the scans and everything and then the next morning the doc comes in and tells me everything that I tore ACL MCL PCL patella tendon and he's like uh yeah, I mean, as far as football, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't even know if you're going to be able to walk without a limp, be able to jump and run like all this. I'm thinking like, what? I've been a 4'3 since high school. Like, I can jump like whenever. Like, no, that's not an option, man. Like, so that's that was the first time that that reality was kind of brought to me. Word, word. So when you got into your rehab process, you already said that, you know, you've been through some injuries, but there's obviously a different beast right here. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sure you being an athletic specimen that you was, you just thought like, all right, it might be a little longer, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be back. Did it, did it, did it take longer than what you expected? Was it frustrating? Uh, uh, I mean, honestly, not initially because I was just so locked in and I knew it was going to take a minute because I had a, brace on not able to bend my leg for like three months like 
I haven't had three months where I haven't been running and doing stuff, you know what I'm saying? So that was just different. So I had to just be able to lock in and stay patient, which I did. And then once I could start rehabbing and getting, doing some more strengthening and all this stuff that you got to do to rehab back from ACL and ligament injuries. Uh, I mean, then I was at, then it clicked to me, like, you know what? I can do this. I'll be back on the field. Like once I start lacing the cleats back up and moving around, I'm like, yeah, no, this is not going to be an issue. We're going to be back on the field. Like, even after being told, like, I don't know if you're going to be able to jog or anything. So, I mean, it was more just that mindset. Like I said, got to be able to lock in on that rehab process. That mindset, man, that mindset got to be a beast for sure. Um, and that's probably the main reason why I want to get you on because I already know your story. And I already I sat next to this man going through his injury, and I thought I was in a bad situation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Coming off my ACL. But, you know, uh-huh. um, me and Sting, we was grinding it out at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. but Steve, man, um, so, so tell them like, after you got three years of rehab, um, did you, did you ever get to play again on any, at any level? Uh, no, nah, I mean, actually when I was finally getting to where I'm like, okay, the knee is good. We ready to be back on the field. Like then, uh, my agent started being able to give me some, a few workouts with teams and stuff like that. And, uh, the teams were just quite frankly, like, ah. You're close, but I still see a. I still see you're not all the way there. You're still favoring it a little, stuff like that. And so I'm like, okay, well, let me just lock back in and, you know what I'm saying, get it, give it a few more months, all that type of thing. And then crazy situation with that while working out for a team, getting that knee right, I actually end up partially re-tearing my ACL in 2015, which I didn't even talk a lot about. This is probably the first time it's been aired. Like, <laughs> but yeah, man, ended up partially re-tearing my ACL 2015 uh, with that grind. And uh, in, in, in a workout, in a workout. Yeah. Yes. At a workout. Doing some one-on-ones right. cool. and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, basically uh, we were close, but wasn't a hundred percent. We'll give you 90 94 percent all right (laughs) but like i said man that mindset so even after that it was like okay well we gotta you gotta have surgery again you gotta do this this is in 2015 three years after the injury has happened like after i have that surgery and i'm off crutches i'm back rehabbing oh i'm still gonna be able to (laughs) get back on the field like just the mindset that you're talking about man and just how locked in and determined I was because I felt like that was taken so quick. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that yeah. was all part of that. That was all part of that grind. Part of why I was trying to get back so bad, man. So uh, now, for everybody that don't know, Steen's a successful entrepreneur right now. He's a successful entrepreneur right now. But I got a question for Steen. Did you ever think about life after sports as far as business wise? while you were going through your rehab or was it so fresh that you like, this is not going to be my story. Did you just feel like you had to get back or keep grinding type thing? What, what's your thought uh, process on that? Uh, a little of both, man. Like just the way that I am, I was getting back on the field. That was just always what I had been wanting to do and what I was going to still be doing. But with that said, um, I mean, <clears throat> after, after I finally got injured 
and was rehabbing to get back on the field, all this, that's when other other avenues started to occur. Like I started it started with me starting to train some college defensive backs, man. I had some college DBs wanting to, hey, I want to come work out with you and you know what I'm saying, doing what you're doing. And I noticed that they were doing stuff all wrong. And I mean, it's not because they knew that, it's because they had never heard things. They had never heard things another way. You know what I'm saying? I've just had a lot of good coaches over the years and been able to <clears throat> been able to see these things now that I got training with some of these younger defensive backs and younger athletes, man. And that really is what gave me the passion to give back and start helping these athletes, start doing more training, doing more coaching, get helping these other kids be more athletic now. Word. So, so getting into the business side of things, um, how is your entrepreneur grind being? We already know the football grind. The football thing, mm-hmm. you know, was a tough, tough road. How is your entrepreneur mm-hmm. journey been so far, man? Uh, I mean, my entrepreneur journey is early and it's in camp mode. Like I'm still grinding, man. And with that same mindset, I've honestly just switched it to what I'm doing for business, to my, to ground up sports performance, to being able to, train some of these younger athletes uh i mean just busy you know what i'm saying same schedule with football you were 6 a.m with meetings and then lifting and then practice like now we're trying to set up marketing meetings we're trying to contact coaches we're trying to train during the day while we're at the gym when we're not at the gym we got to do other business things you know what i'm saying so uh i mean it's it's the same kind of grind it's just in a different field man that's how I look at it. Solid, man. Um, we're going to get into some other things, but I just wanted everybody to listen to this. I could go all day with Steen, man, because, you know, one thing about Steen that I respected about him so much was going through this entire process, man, he, this man was always smiling, always upbeat, you know, fun time to be around. I mean, like, you would never think that, you know, Steen might not never play again when, when, when you was around him. Like, you would never think that, man. Positivity to its to to the core. Um, Don Joe French, what y'all think about that? Y'all know y'all never heard this story. This is probably a story that's hitting y'all right now. But um, my man Steen, first first game of his NFL career, tears everything in his knee. Never played, ne- yeah. never 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 gets the opportunity to step on the NFL field again. What's y'all initial thoughts on that? And if you got any questions, ask. No man. Uh... That that's wild. I couldn't imagine just the roller coaster ride of, you know, initially having the injury and then, you know, mentally getting yourself prepared to go through rehab, right, with the intention to get back on and and uh, you know for that to happen, you know, when you're working out for another team. I guess could you walk us through just the challenge you face, maybe mentally, kind of going through that, uh, if you're if you're comfortable with sharing that. Uh, absolutely. I mean, mentally, honestly, I've just always had to be stronger than most people. Like, that's just kind of how I looked at it. So I've always been strong. And with that said, yes, after reoccurring that injury and all this stuff, like there's days where I'm even like getting down, like, damn, almost a why me? And soon as that hits, man, that has to be able to switch. Like, I don't know, as soon as I, the first time I felt like that, I was just like, nah, that's, that's not me, man. Let's get back to the grind. What else do we got to do? What else do I need to do next? 
Like, what else can I do better? But uh, <clears throat> so that's more that's more even just on the mindset of things like you just got to be able to endure, be able to get over whatever it is that that situation is, because it's always going to be problems, man. And I've learned that more over these years. Uh, like I said, I had injuries in college and got over them then. And OK, this is a bigger injury, but I've already gotten over it almost like now I just got to get over it again. So it's almost just like keep going that same old keep going, keep fighting story. Yeah, just keep chipping away, honestly. Cool. Um, Steve. Um, yes. So, do you do you think that uh, you because you've been through so much now, do you, do you think there's like you can just conquer anything now? Is that how you feel because of what you've been through? Uh, absolutely, man. Like, like I said, all that stuff has just made my mindset even stronger, and just looking back just helped me realize that that I can get over stuff and continue going because now I have a I have a gym I have a successful business that I have to grow I mean it's not the field it's something else so uh with that I mean I have that same passion for this that I did on the field which like Chase was asking me earlier about oh was I thinking about other jobs what was I thinking about while rehabbing like I honestly wasn't I was thinking more just football and kind of found this passion and now I wake up every day and I just love it, man. So this is the one thing that I have a passion for that is similar to the game of football. And do you have any other business ventures Solid, you, you plan on doing? What'd you say? Do you have any other business ventures that you uh, want to do? Like you're getting this started and it's your passion, but like, do you want to like dabble in real estate or like, is there any other thing you want to get into as well? Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Right now, I have a gym that is that I opened about six months ago, uh, and that's where I'm at, man. I'm all in with with my gym, with Ground Up, and so that's as you can see. When I'm all in with the rehab, with the football, I'm all in. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even. I'm not even worried about other stuff. I I'm trying to get all these high school athletes I have now to the college level if that's what they want to do as well as these youngins so that's more what my passion is right now man that's what's up man that's what's up and it's ground up is ground up on uh instagram and all that too uh yeah you can follow me it's ground up sports performance uh and yeah man we just have a passion for making these kids athletic now like chase said i was i was always athletic and i've learned now well teaching the right mechanics, teaching these youngins how to drive, teaching them how to use the arm to jump if they want to get that 40-plus-inch vertical. Like, yeah, but those are things that can be learned and taught. So that's what I do now, and I love it, man. Getting great results. That's good, man. That's Solid, man. So um, I, I, we usually don't even let – we usually don't even go this deep into our guests. But, you know, Steen, one of my favorite people, man. I just knew that these people, this needs to be heard. This needs to be heard, right? Because <laughs> this is perseverance. This is perseverance. This is grind. This is mindset. This is, uh, you know what I'm saying, like using everything that you learned and turning it into something positive, using all those same qualities that he got when he was hurt, when he was down, when he was in these, you know, 
in this in these low places. He's using all these things, and he, now he's turning it into something positive, man. So we're gonna get into our business topic of the day. We're gonna let Steen talk talk about it too, get his opinion on it, um, and then we'll move on to probably the gas of the week. This podcast is brought to you by Helping Hand LLC, the leader in the student housing industry for student apartment services, providing cleaning, painting moving, general labor, and security services for on-campus and off-campus housing. If you're looking for work and you live close to a campus, go to www.helpinghandllc.net, fill out the application, put your location, what area you'd like to work in, and what services you would like to be considered for. Our regional manager will then be in contact with you for job opportunities. If you're looking to franchise a Helping Hands company in your local area or close to a campus, Email info at helpinghandllc.net with franchise owner in the subject line, and you can begin to start to lend a hand to, to college communities, make money, and start building your businesses. Now back to your original program. But um, today, man, we're going to discuss, uh, it's going to be a lot to do with what Steen just talked about, but um, let me see, I got to get my notes out, man. So basically our topic is today, finding hope, man, finding light in the dark, so I want you guys to talk about a time you find yourself in a situation that you didn't understand. Didn't understand, like, like Steen said, why me? The why me situation. Talk about a time using that why me situation and how that situation, when you look back on it today, has made you better in business and in life. We're going to start with French. What up, French? <laughs> you would start with me, man. Um, why me? Just trying to think of a, of a good one. Um, I got plenty of those, by the way. <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you kick us off, man? Go ahead and you kick us off and, and let me think on that for a minute. Chase going to hit me with, with something that I ain't really prepared for yet. Let me let me think on that for a second. Duh. Uh, hold on. Steve, you about to go? Oh, I mean, I, I can, like, eat. hello? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, like, even as far as the injuries and all that stuff, man, like, I think one thing that gave me the perseverance to even keep grinding all that time with this knee injury is looking back in college, man, when I broke my ankle. I was going in, finally about to be starting my junior year, all this stuff, and during camp, break my ankle and out the whole season. The guy who steps in for me, he ends up, starting that corner the next three years and getting drafted with me, you know what I'm saying? But uh, Sean Prater, who you also know, I think. But uh, yeah, with, yeah. That, with that, man, looking back, <clears throat> looking back, that was a blessing in disguise because I would have still been playing out at corner, which, like I said, that was not my natural home. I like safety. I like being able to look downhill more, even just on the football aspect of things. But, uh, I mean, after I broke my ankle, then I had to sit out that season. And then our, one of our safeties ended up leaving. Then I could finally move back to safety because I had that extra year. You know what I'm saying? So just looking back on that experience, that was a blessing in disguise for me because I got to get drafted to the NFL as a safety versus a corner. You know what I'm saying? And even just little things. But at the time, when I break my ankle and my ankle, my foot is facing backwards, I'm definitely not thinking – oh, maybe I'll be able to go back to safety now. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> just, uh, yeah, man, just in hindsight, looking back on little things, man, and 
That's just so, one so that today, I thought about even just to this day. Just, just right now. So today, mm-hmm. um, you can apply those principles to how you learn to be an adjustable. So I guess like in your business, um, you know, maybe you have, I don't know, maybe I'll talk about a time where you had to make adjustments that maybe you didn't see, you know what I'm saying, in your business right now. You think of anything like that? Uh, t- yeah, anything. Like just starting a business, all that. Right. All the, oh, you're going to go through ups and downs, start. Yeah, that stuff's real, man. Starting a business. You got investors that are like oh yeah we'll give you this and then they don't give you that like oh never mind this like oh well that puts a halt on some plans now and we don't have certain things you know what i'm saying but just going through the process of trying to start a business things that are you know what i'm saying i have to continually gain knowledge about uh right, because, right. i mean i wasn't i didn't go to school to open a gym i mean Mm-hmm. Looking back, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of this stuff is new to me, but it's definitely something that's doable if you're willing to just lock in and handle what you need to handle almost, man. Adjusting on the fly, man. Great quality to have. Uh, so French, man, you ready yet, man? <laughs> no, yeah, we good, man. I was trying to think of something that wasn't related to sports. Um, yeah, because, I mean... Uh, you know, I think a lot of the times we, we all sound like we're giving the exact same example. But um, I think what I want to relate my, you know, why me situation to is probably when I first moved up here to Indianapolis and I started doing, uh, you know, working the company I'm with now. And, you know, the whole objective of what I do is to find people jobs, you know, help them uh, develop, uh, you know, career opportunities for themselves. And um, I have been in the role probably – you know, my first week, I actually got uh, got someone a position, um, which typically doesn't happen, right? It take, takes a little bit more time than that. Um, had some success out the gates. Uh, was really had had really good momentum, and then uh, the, the the bottom of the cup kind of fell out. Um, I had somebody fail a drug test. I had somebody quit showing up for work. I had another guy fall asleep on the job. I had another guy that was drinking on the job. And, a lot of that, you know, within my profession is out of my control. Um, on top of that, man, personally, uh, that's when Pops gave me the boot off of all, all the finances. So, you know, I'm out here on my own for the first time. I'm working a commission and salary-based job, and it was like all of this was happening at the exact same time. Uh, you know, Dad took me off the cell phone, off the insurance, and then my car breaks down. My car needs like $6,000 worth of work to get it up and running, man. So for me... Uh, Chase, you've known me probably better than anybody else. You know how hot I get when stuff don't start going my way. Uh, but it, it was a lot of time for self-reflection and, and to look at myself to say, hey, what can I be doing to, to put myself in a better position? You know, within the work stuff, was I asking all the right questions uh, on the front end, on the front end to, to ensure that I wouldn't have some of these situations happen? With, with my personal stuff, like my car, was I truly taking care of my car the way I needed to? So um, for me, man, it's always self-reflection. I, I try not to point the finger at other people or, at, at, you know, hey, this is the worst possible thing that could be happening and, and just kind of look at how I can grow and learn from it. So what, out, of those, out of those situations that you just dealt with, how do you, what did you learn that you apply to day, or that, that's helping you currently in your, in your uh, current day-to-day life? 
Yeah, absolutely. With work, man, double or triple check, ask all the right questions, right? There, there's there's going to be times that, like I said, things that just happen out of your out of your control. Um, but what you got to look at yourself and say is, hey, did I ask all the right questions? Did I do everything in my power to prevent my myself from getting in a, in a tough situation? Personally, it was more so of, hey, am I doing everything I need to do to ensure that, you know, something happens? you know, at work, I'm set financially. Do I have a, a backbone to fall on? So, um, plan for the future, plan for the worst, um, and always have a backup plan. Solid. Dom Joe, two, three Joe. This should be an interesting one. This is the self-proclaimed five the hard way UVA guy. Dom Joe, what up? <laughs> we ain't going to talk about uh, five the hard way. I got a lot of those, but um, I'm just going to, my biggest thing is, um, Coming out of college, uh, slightly similar to Jordan. I called you Steve, really. My fault, man. Jordan. Slight, slightly uh, similar to Jordan. I um, failed the physical in Green Bay for a torn rotator cuff. Sat down the whole year. I was out for eight months. It took me eight months to pass an NFL physical. And when I came back, I couldn't get picked back up. And then um, I actually signed a... Montreal and then get cut before I even get over there. So, um, and then after that, I bounced around in arena and I got cut from the Cleveland Gladiators and the Philadelphia Soul and all this is happening. And <clears throat> uh, you guys know me, Chase and uh, French know me pretty well. Like I, I didn't, I, I grew up pretty, pretty well. So there was nothing in life that I really ever wanted. And for me, going to the NFL and playing in the NFL, was like the only thing that like I ever that I wanted that I didn't get in life. And I was just like, man, why? And then um I had to start working at my family's car wash, you know, to actually start, you know, getting my career together after college. I really didn't know what I wanted to do, but I had to do something. So I worked at the car wash and that was a blessing in disguise because number one, I was around so many different people that didn't even speak English. And then dealing with like rich, you know, rich people like trying to talk to them and then run a business and talk to customers. And I literally learned how to run a business working at the car wash and it just set the platform for um, where I'm at today. And so without, without, without that, I think I'd be a whole different person. So that's what, that, that's my story. So I'm, I'm assuming, I'm, assu I'm assuming that your why moment, uh, we gonna have to dig in deeper one day on the plane ride home from Green Bay. <laughs> But I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you know that's a story in itself. They flew Dom Joe in, uh, in the morning and flew him out in the night. Hey, man, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm, talking yeah, about, I'm getting ready for my meeting with Don Capers. I'm, I'm getting ready for the meeting. I get a phone call from my agent. My agent actually told me, yo, Dom, they're about to cut you. You failed the physical. I said, yeah, right, man. We ain't talking about I failed the physical. Man, I feel good. You know what I'm saying? About an hour later. They pulled me in the office. Failed with the physical boy, man. Sent me, sent me home about about 15 minutes later, bro. Just like that. Mm -mm. And so, you know, we That's ain't going to get what I was doing on the plane, man. But, yeah, it was a blessing in disguise, <laughs> definitely, man. Because at the end of the day, man, NFL can never be your career, man. It's an opportunity. It's not a career. So it just catapulted me into my career, which is being an entrepreneur. So... 
Silence. So is there any specific things that you learned besides run, learn how to run a business? Is there anything specific, like um, practical things that you can say you took away to that, that helps yeah. you day to day now? Um, we have the mindset, like us athletes, we like we take our mindset, like we coming out the locker room every day we walk in the office, every day we walk in the gym, it's like we coming out the locker room. You know what I mean? But you can't translate that and talk to customers that way. It took me a little while for me to learn how to like properly talk to customers, especially when they're mad at you. So, you know, it took me a while to learn how to de-escalate the situation without snapping back. Like, okay, listen, sir, this is what's going on. Boom. And then it's the same way now when I'm in meetings, sometimes an architect could get mad at us over the phone or whatever. You can't, the moment you have two people with their tempers raised, man, it's going to be a mess. So it, it taught me how to let the cooler heads prevail. And also uh, dealing with problems, man. There's always a problem with the machine, something. There's always a problem. And just knowing that and just taking your time and dealing with it and, and really thinking about going about things the right way. I've really learned that at the car wash, too, that I use every day. Solid, man. I got plenty of wild me moments, but I ain't going to get into them all. I'm just going to just overstate what all, all y'all, y'all three of them basically gave everybody enough that they can take into their life and implement, or if they're in a bad situation, they're in a bad place right now, they can listen to this and hopefully gain some hope out of it. Only thing I want to add on Just to it is, going. man, keep going. That's right. And um, yeah. I always live by the statement that if you're in a hole, if you're in a hole, I was always taught if you can see out of that hole, then there's a chance that you can get out of it. If, you, if, there's, a, if there's visible light coming out of that hole, then there's a chance you can get out of it. So don't get caught up in where you're at. Get caught in where you can be. You know what I'm saying? Get caught up in where you can be. And, um, you know, I appreciate Jordan getting on here. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we rehab side by side for multiple, multiple years. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, his attitude, his positivity was something that I admire, man. And he done did some crazy stuff on one leg. I done seen him go touch the rim on one leg, like off a vertical <laughs> one leg, favoring, hey. favoring another leg, all that stuff. So this dude is a stupid athlete, man. Crazy. Um, and, you know, that's the good thing. And that's actually what I ended up uh, sticking with is that I can still stay athletic now and the knees just won't hold up for a full game. All right. Don't yeah, yeah. I thought about filling that C gap still, but I said, I'm going to chill. <laughs> chill out. <laughs> nah, I feel you on that, man. It ain't, it ain't worth it no more to be cracking them heads, man. Them cracking them heads no. is young kids game. Young kids game, man. <laughs> But uh, we appreciate it, Steena. Hey, man, Steena, let everybody know how they can reach you. Uh, you know, what's your Instagram handle? You know, all the people that we got listening across the world, we want to make sure that we go ahead and get you out there. You feel me? Absolutely, man. Jordan Bernstein. You can reach me on social next networks with Jay Bernstein. All right? That's spelled like Bernstein. <laughs> B-E-R-N-S-T-I-N-E. All right? Dope, dope. So, Youngstein, man, got some crazy story. Drafted NFL, hurt in college. As soon as he gets to the NFL, his first game, dream job, hurt right out mm-hmm. the gate. But he turns everything that he learned from in football. He's, he's plotted to business. Now he's a successful entrepreneur, um, creating opportunities, giving back to the kids, giving back to the kids of Colorado, right? Steve, you in, uh, where you at in Colorado specifically? Colorado. Colorado Springs, Colorado. Colorado. Right. Silent. Ground up sports performance. So if anybody over there in that area looking for the uh, the best trainer in the in the area, that's where you go. 
And y'all should go hey, follow his, his uh, Instagram account, man. The kid, he still do some crazy things on there. And I'll be like, man, that's crazy. Uh, I seen him jump a double, a double, uh, a double wooded uh, box, a double box jump, something like that. I seen yeah. him clear that. Yeah. Hey, he do some crazy He'll things. He'll jump there, a man. little bit. But, but um, we about to get into this gas of the week. Um, French going, French going to give him the gas this week. Hopefully, it's not dry. You know what I'm saying? We ready, French? Hey, man. You, know you, you lotioned I, I think, up. You I, lotioned up for the hey, gas this week. Hey, hey. Let me let me ask you a question. What time are you gonna be landing in Lexington? Oh, that was that was a good time right there, boy. What was that? What was that little acceleration I heard in the background, boy? That was kind of hot. That's was Dom that you, Joe? Dom Joe back there. Hey man, we're hey, in this gas, man. You gonna you gonna quit taking these little shots at me, bro? And I'm I'm gonna let you know something. When you get off, when your feet get off that plane, you are gonna catch this two piece snack from me. <laughs> Two piece yeah, snack. <laughs> Two piece snack, boy. Hey, hey, what a biscuit. Hey, t- what a that's, biscuit, boy. What a biscuit. Tough talk right there. That's tough talk, nah, man. Can man. we get can we get nah, into the we, we, Oh hold on. We, before we, we get, get started, in. Dom Joe oh, before we get started, Dom Joe won the thing. I know he's not gonna let me get oh, out here without that. Dom Joe yeah, won the come bracket pool. Alright, man, you won the bracket pool. Congratulations. French came in last. Hey, we'll it, just leave it at that. Now let's move on. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. I'm telling y'all, man. I'm stamping it again, bro. I said it last podcast. I'm going to say it again, man. Yo, Jay Wright, man. He's on pace to be one of the best ever. I'm telling you. Top five. Best ever. Cut his mic off. <laughs> hey, he got a long way to go. French. He got a long way to go, but I'm telling you, man. Hey, I need some controls over here where I can cut people's mics, man. Like uh, for, like uh, that one show on uh, ESPN where they can mute people. I start doing that, man. They start calling them crazy things out. But nah, first, man, let's good. go, man. Get, it with the, get into man, the we, gas, man. We're we going to get into it, man. I think we may have hit on this earlier uh, in another podcast, but after Jordan, you know, shared his story with us, I think uh, it's really important that we kind of hit on this, man. Are you going to be a guy that comes in or a girl that comes in and looks at the glass half empty? That's Dom Joe's go-to, but I'm going to hit on it, man. There's going to be things in life that are thrown in front of you that you cannot control. Are you going to feel sorry for yourself? Are you going to pick up the pieces, man, and, and keep it moving? You got to hit it with a smile, man. Uh, these things are not going to ever stop coming. Um, and and the, 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 the strength will always be determined on your bounce back. How do you embrace uh, change? How do you embrace challenges? And, and how do you grow from as I mentioned earlier, man, nothing in life is ever perfect. It's never going to roll out as planned. The only thing you can do is try to embrace the, the challenges that are along the way and uh, just hit it at full force, man. So uh, this week, when that challenge comes up, look ahead on. Don't steer away from it. And if something don't go your way, don't look for somebody to feel sorry for you. Life's going to keep moving, man. So hey, let, let's have a good week this week. Solid, man. Make sure y'all subscribe, like yeah. the podcast, ask questions. We'll be back next week. Sting, we appreciate it, man. Um, don't hang up yet. I, I got something I'm going to holler at you about. We out. Later.